catch me when I fall Our memories fade But I'll love you till I'm gone Morning dew on the prairie Chill you to the bone I stay cold out here on the run This road don't feel like And the time rolls on and I'm still running blind Hindered by destructive thoughts That echo in my mind I'm still green I'm living day by day I used to fill the hole Heading for higher ground Walking with my head down Whisper silent prayers up above Wait for a heavenly sound And the time rolls on I'm still running blind Hindered by destructive thoughts That echo in my mind But I'm still green I'm living day by day Let's air all smoke Getting hard not to Last time I wasted wine Now here on my own And the time rolls on And I'm still running blind Hindered by the destructive thoughts That echo in my mind But I'm still green Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of the Hippies and Cowboys podcast, bringing you the best of the country music world like nobody else will tell it. And as always, we are brought to you by Workman's Relief CBD. Head to workmansrelief.com to find out more about what CBD can do for you and use our promo code HACCBD for 15% off at checkout. The most premium High-quality CBD products on the market. They got something out there for everyone. So go check it out. Like I said, if you don't know much about CBD, it's a good way to uh, test the waters, find out what it can do for you, and you can save a little cash by using our promo code HACCBD at checkout for 15% off your entire order. I will drop the link 
in the description to this podcast, and you can click on that and fill up your cart. Joining us today on the show is Colton Jesse. Uh, he is a professional bull rider, um, something that Garrett is far more well-versed in than me, seeing as he's been uh, kicked off of Bronx a few times in his life. Um, but Colton is also a musician and a, and a damn good one at that. So we get to uh, bless you with a couple of his tunes and talk about how uh, he's balancing being, you know, in the PBR and uh, dip, dipping his toes into into the music scene as well. And the Oklahoma music scene, uh, which is a damn good one to be a part of. So uh, really, really good show and chat with with Colton. All right, let's dive right into it, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. And uh, you can go to thehippiesandcowboys.com to check out all our merch and everything else we got up for sale on the website. We also have things such as blog posts and links to all of our you know, videos on YouTube, everything else. Please go give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if you would like to find out about everything that we're doing early and... Uh, have a chance to ask questions to our guests here on the podcast, you can uh, go to our Patreon page and sign up for as little as $1. You can customize your pledge. You can pledge whatever you want, but the minimum amount is $1. That's like less than a corn dog at the gas station, I'm pretty sure, in America. So yeah, you can correct. do that. And uh, we would really appreciate any and all support that you are willing to give. But let's dive right into this episode. Thanks again for tuning into the show and enjoy the podcast. All right, Colton Jesse, professional bull rider. Twitter bio says amateur singer-songwriter, but pretty damn good one, if you ask me. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, and uh, welcome in to all of you out there listening. <laughs> How you doing, yeah, man? I'm doing, I'm doing good. I, I'm just thankful for the opportunity being on the being on the podcast, and uh, okay. looking forward to it. Right on, man. Yeah, it's not. It's pretty. It's pretty casual. We're not gonna. We're not gonna grill you too hard. I don't think. We'll just, uh, you know, shoot the shit. <laughs> if that's yeah, cool I was you. planning. I was planning on grilling you pretty good. Oh, were you? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, you go right. Well, I'll, I'll just answer as best I can. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if anybody, we'll we'll just do the disclaimer now. There are peacocks in the background on Colton's end. So uh, <laughs> if they start, you know, squawking in the middle, that's what that is. We'll just get that out of the way. <laughs> There's a donkey out there too, and he might, he might, you know, let one sound off. So yeah, just fair one. <laughs> it's, it's all good. This will be the first podcast featuring, I think, peacocks or a donkey, for that matter. <laughs> uh, shit, man, where where are you at right now? Are you in Oklahoma or Texas? Uh, yeah, I'm in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, I'm down here in, in southern Oklahoma. Just uh, hanging out and watch the sunset and listen to the peacock sing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> now, uh, John dream. Fulbright uh, once said in, in one of his songs, never go to southern Oklahoma at night. Is that 
I see it's nighttime there too. Also, uh, yeah. Are you safe? Uh, yeah, I'm safe. Um, okay, just I could probably, probably, yeah, I could probably point out some uh, some places that probably wouldn't be around here, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I'm good here. So there they are. Yeah, there oh, they are. are there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, shit, man. I don't know. What is what is he referencing in that? Is it is there like is Southern Oklahoma known for bad stuff? I don't, stuff I don't really. I don't really think so, but yeah. Um, I will just say myself. I do personally know some some. Uh, we'll just call them outlaws, like for for real outlaws, and um. Oh. So maybe that's what he's talking about. Don't really know, but yeah, Twe- tweakers or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I like, that's, I like that's, that's Southern Iowa. Probably- Southern Iowa is the same way. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. I like how you yeah. had, you had to say you know real outlaws because there's a lot of people out there who are you know trying to trying to you know dress up and act the part, but uh, right you know yeah <laughs> you no, gotta, yeah got to specify. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's different around here. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, let's uh let's start with your your bull riding stuff. That's uh um I guess if you want to give us some ba- your a backstory on on uh on bull riding i know uh one of my favorite quotes about bull riding comes from i don't know if you watch yellowstone but uh uh uh, costner in that he's talking to somebody at a they're watching both bull riding and someone mentioned something on uh, i i want to meet the first person that ever hopped on a bull you know like what a stupid idea and then kevin costner's like I'd want to talk to the second one. That's the one that concerns me, you know, after watching one person do it. And I'm like, no, I want to do that too. So it's always interesting to hear, you know, like, well, what got you into that? What's the backstory? Bull riding's just, uh, I mean, it's just been a part of my life. Yeah. My whole life. Um, my, my grandpa rode bulls. Uh, my dad rode bulls. My uncle did a little bit. And I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't like I was ever told like I was going to ride bulls or, or anything. My, yeah. I admire my parents for that. Cause they've always told me I could, I could do whatever I wanted. But when I was a kid, you know, when they were helping me, they said, we, you can do whatever you want, but we're, whatever we're doing, we're going to do it 110%. And, uh, I just, I just always loved bull riding and, uh, started riding sheep when I was probably three or four. And then, <laughs> Old mutton busting. Yep. And then just on up to calves, steers and all the way up. Oh yeah. Well, I got some, know. I got some pictures when I was a kid, I had a big, a big pet hog and, uh, there's some pictures of when I was like, I don't know, five or six riding that thing around the barnyard. That's about the, the pinnacle <laughs> yeah. of my riding career was, was riding, <laughs> riding babe, the pig around the barnyard. <laughs> hey, that's cool. Uh, I, I did not have picture. a knack for it. <laughs> she got the best of me. <laughs> Yeah, shit, but, man. It uh, we started we started the episode off there. Uh, people heard just before the intro, uh, "Sorrow Symphony." That was the latest one. Just came out on April twenty sixth here in twenty twenty one. Um, didn't you just didn't you just tell me there your your buddy there in the background who's host you at right now? You helped you helped you write in that one, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. My, one of my best friends in the whole wide world. Uh, his name's Hud Hunter, and uh, so that song. I guess if y'all don't mind, I was just kind of going to the backstory on that song. Yeah, no, do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, 
so that's that song um a guy named uh joe Berger. um and since we we're talking about bull riding uh yeah. chad Berger's nephew a uh, stock contractor and anyway I'd, I'd met joe a few times and i knew he played music and then uh after i put you know those first few songs out he he hit me up and he said hey because he he's part of a, a group that's called rain's music and i don't quite remember the other two guys name their full name so i'm i'm not gonna i'm gonna spare myself the trouble and not mess them up but they're great great group of guys and uh anyway joe hits me up and he, he asked me if i wanted to do like a writing session and i never wrote with anyone besides myself and you know and hud would what okay and uh and so it was it was kind of different to me but i knew they were doing music for a living and so it, it kind of intrigued me and you know I, I was just trying to learn as much as i could and, and uh, anyway we set up a write over facetime and uh or zoom actually. And we started just kind of messing around with it. And I didn't know how to go about it. And I didn't know if it was going to be like a group effort or if I was going to write all the lyrics. And anyway, we, uh, we get to just kind of messing around and hood just kind of busts off the first, we get a strumming pattern, a chord pattern down and kind of get a sound we like. And, and HUD just kind of bust off the first verse. Like it was nothing. And, after he said that, like, I just, I kind of started rolling with it too. And, and then uh, we wrote it and then we kind of stepped away from it. And then Joe hit me up again, not long after that. And he asked if he could come out because he was going to be around these parts anyway. And he come out here and me and Joe and uh, another buddy of mine, Preston Wallace, and he came over and we just sat down and we, kind of got a game plan together and he asked if I wanted to record it. And I said, yeah. And we start looking at it and I, let me just change a few things. And I don't remember which lines I changed, but to just feel a little bit more honest to myself and finished writing it and recorded all the vocals and uh, the acoustic guitar in HUD's living room right here. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then they, they put all the magic touches on it with uh, all the other string instruments and just, I don't know, made for, it was a, it was a different sound. I really didn't know if I was going to release the song and then every, I sent it to a few close buddies and uh, everybody was hounding me about releasing it. And so put it out. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It, How's uh, the, uh, so Oklahoma obviously is quite a prominent music scene. How's, how's the, I don't know. Do you feel like you're, you know, dipping your toes into that, into that scene and, and, uh, like talking to other artists around the area. Like, um, I know, I know it's kind of like what your first single was like 20 recently, you know, you're recently just releasing some singles out, but I guess do, do you feel like you're being welcomed into that music scene and community down there? Um, I guess, I don't know. That was a poorly worded yeah. question. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it, it was a, great question because i i really like to touch on that because i've i i I really didn't intend on pursuing this music career this early on i guess Mm -hmm. i knew i wanted to try it but i i wanted to make sure i was writing good stuff and and i guess i just had to take that leap and when i did and but anyway i feel like my i put them first few songs out and and to to where i'm at right now i'm just truly thankful 
because I feel like I never wanted to feel like people were listening to my music because I was a professional bull rider or because of who I was, if that makes any sense. And I'm not trying to make myself out to be anybody, you know, but I I wanted people to take me seriously as a songwriter and a musician besides everything else. And so I can honestly say at the point I'm at now, I feel like I'm being taken serious and it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome I've, I've met some really cool guys and and bumped elbows with some some very very talented musicians in the oklahoma music scene uh mm-hmm. red dirt scene what have you and been booking some uh, really good gigs so it's 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 pretty cool yeah i was gonna say oklahoma is one of those states too that's and last time i was down there it's pretty open for live music and i mean they had calf ride this weekend too so Right. Um, yeah, that's that's nice. I know some some states aren't like that. Iowa's pretty pretty good with that right now too. But Garrett Garrett doesn't get any live music up in Canada right now. So <sighs> I don't want to talk about it, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bummer. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So like you talk you talked a bit about um, kind of how bull riding was always kind of a part of your life just like and i mean i can kind of relate that relate to that too like when you come from a rodeo family there's a lot of continuity there um and usually i mean it's just something that you're always around just since you're a little kid right um and so i guess my question here is like do you is is your family uh musical at all like is it was that kind of part of your life too growing up like do they play at all or anything like that or when did when did that kind of start for you i guess uh, yeah, nobody. Uh, nobody plays. Um, hmm. Only singing I've heard anybody do is my mom uh, hmm. in a church pew. Yeah, and it was very softly um, <laughs> or very quiet, should I say? But yeah, uh, yeah. no, nobody. Nobody that I. Nobody's came forward to me yet, anyway, and and said anything. Um, me and uh, a buddy of mine joseph mcconnell we were coming back i think i was i was 18 but i i think i broke my jaw because i anyway long story i was hurt i was not riding but joseph was and uh, we went up to a rodeo in kansas and we were coming back and we we drove all night we come pulling through shawnee oklahoma probably like 10 o'clock in the morning and there's a pawn shop right there and I think we stopped at McDonald's, which is right across the road. And I, I said, hey, pull over there at that pawn shop. I don't know why. And we went in and I bought a guitar. I don't know why. I started playing. And then uh, and then it just, I don't know, I just kept on playing and kept on playing. And, and was just really intrigued with learning how to play and sing because I, I enjoyed that. And then discovered Tyler Childers during that time. And then... Yeah numerous other names and fell in love with songwriting and still in love with it how, how much did you uh buy that first guitar for and what was it do you remember yeah it was, I, I was gonna ask the same thing i don't i don't remember the model but it was a it was a seagull oh nice okay yeah so it was it was a pretty nice guitar and you get in the i think i gave 120 bucks for it damn all right you don't have it anymore know, i don't know where it's at oh shit what actually you can't lose your first guitar i know actually i think i might know where it's at if he didn't if a buddy of mine didn't sell it i'm gonna call him <laughs> it's, off pro- it's gonna be back in the pawn shop <laughs> probably probably 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, what kind of see? So yeah, man. I mean, you you discovered Childers around that time. Like, I mean that that'll do it for. I mean, you, you're around our age. How, how old are you again? I mean, I'm I'm 25. Yeah, I'm 23. Okay, yeah, that's what that's what I thought. I've, I've seen yeah. I think I've seen that on PBR.com. But anyhow, uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I was dude, like but, 15 when I started playing something, right. something like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that makes a lot of sense. Um, you um, where was I going to go with that? Uh, yeah, so like you you, you would have had like kind of a similar Mike and I'll be able to relate kind of to, you know your. I guess music listening timeline because we're all around the same age. Like, what what were some what were some things that you know? When did music kind of first touch your life? Even even as a fan, I guess you know, just growing up, and uh, you know, obviously you'd be on the road a lot as a young as a young fella going to rodeos and whatnot. And so uh, I'm sure that there was always something jamming to something on the radio. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and that's probably when it really started hitting. Is you know, spending so much time on the road. Um, especially the closer I got to 18, the more my parents let me go by myself. And so we, yeah. we'd be rolling and, and it was me and Joseph McConnell, um, most of the time. And we'd be, we drove all the time to all kinds of places. And Joseph, he's an old soul. I like to think that I am a little bit, but not quite as old as he is. And, and so he'd always be playing some, uh, I mean, some old, you know, he really liked Randy Travis. Um, so I guess that's when, and I, I can't, I, I wish I could name some more names, but I'm, I'm just going blank, but we just listened to a bunch of old country and, and I always loved it anyway, but you know, sometimes you get to listen to the words and you're like, Oh, okay. Or when you do start listening to the words, you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, it just, I don't know. I just kept on falling in love with, music and songwriting and I, at that point i didn't know that i was and uh now here i am and just falling harder every yeah. day no kidding true love story it's cool yeah Absolutely. for real not my first true love but it is a true love <laughs> <laughs> that's funny when you're talking about or i don't know if, if funny is the right word but when you're, when you're talking about you know people wanting people to uh listen to your music for the music and not because you're a bull rider because I know your name from somewhere else, you know, because like right now I feel like it's always been a thing, but like, you know, you got like, look, or what is it? Jake Paul or Logan Paul, the YouTuber that's like boxing now and like getting yeah, all that shit for like not, yeah. not being taken seriously. Right. So that's definitely, you know, something that, that I feel like is a, is a natural worry, you know, like, you know, but it's different though, going YouTube to boxing versus bull riding to music. Like I feel like bull riding and music are, yeah. are a lot more intertwined than, you know, bull riding to country music, rodeo to country music. Seems like a, a smoother oh. transition maybe. Yeah. I, I think, right. we, I think what you're trying to say is like, it, it, it totally makes sense about you yeah. know, worrying about people want, you know, only listening to your music because they know your name from somewhere else. That's, that's the comparison. <laughs> Yeah, right. For sure, for sure. And I've and I've just made made tons of friends, and even through my parents, like I've I've had tons of people supporting me in bull riding since I was you know before I was even with the PBR or anything. So I, mm -hmm. I didn't want them listening just because you know I, I don't know I just wanted people like I said I just wanted people to really 
really enjoy my music for what it for what it is because every I mean everything I'm everything I'm writing is a hundred percent honest and you know it's that's that's what I appreciate anyway or I'm trying to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Now you uh you mentioned Childers in there as as one of the artists that was around when you were getting into music. Um who are some uh you know, you said Childers and a few others. Who are some of the others that, uh, you know, that, that you were digging then and maybe maybe that you're digging now um, that, you know, you look up to? Yeah. Um, around that time, so around that time, and I, I can't believe I left them out because that was my, that was the original, um, I guess, band that, that made me fall in love with songwriting and music and it, Evan Felker and Turnpike Troubadours, obviously. And, yeah. uh, I mean, you can't, you can't beat them, but then other guys too, like cross, uh, cross Canadian ragweed. I mean, Jason Bowen, stragglers. I mean, I could go on there, but, yeah. but around Sounds the time, right. I, Dan Shea. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> around the time, <laughs> around the time that I found Childers, it, um, I mean, I started finding other guys, uh, Coulter wall, um, Benjamin Todd, mm. love Benjamin Todd's yeah. stuff. It's yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, it's kind of dark, but it's super, super honest, you know. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's I don't know. I I just keep going and keep going. Like I'm, fi- I'm still finding new people. Absolutely. I uh, <clears throat> I just uh, I've been digging that uh, Jason D West. He's like a buddy of Benjamin Todd's. Um, oh, and yeah. has some videos out. On, I think it's Jim's on VHS too. When like Benjamin Todd's just like casually in the background, like he never sings or anything. Yeah. But, like he's like in the background of his videos. <laughs> but, I don't guess I've so, seen that. Look that up. Yeah, yeah, they're like, like one of them. They like hop train cars together. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I like listening to those cool. videos. Yeah, absolutely. Cool how stories. how the, how have some of those inspirations changed? Like, you know, at the very start, like you mentioned, some of those some of those names that you first discovered or whatever, but like, you know, even up, even up to recently now that you've been releasing stuff and kind of, you know, kicking songwriting into a, into a higher gear kind of like, how have you, uh, is there any that, you know, even other songwriters or some people that you've you said you kind of bumped into along the way? Are there, uh, are there any right now that stand out as big, you know, big songwriting, um, I don't know if inspirations is the right word, but just like kind of, kind of some songwriters, I guess, to study even as much um, that you've kind of dove into since, since you first started out kind of trying to take it seriously, I guess. Um, well, I mean, obviously, like I said, I'd say, I'd probably say Childers and, and Benjamin Todd were the ones that I kind of jumped into the most uh, Childers definitely just because that guy has just got away with, making like just painting words and yeah, doesn't use big fancy words either, you know? Yeah. And, and, and then might tell a story or might, or might, you know, it might be kind of co- a comical story, you know? And I like, yeah. I like that kind of stuff. And then Benjamin Todd for the honesty. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, new guys. Uh, I mean, Zach Bryan, how can you, how can you leave that guy out? Yeah. Um, Another right. Turn because they were, I mean, Evan Felker's a poet and Absolutely. one of the best ever. Uh, I noticed your shirt earlier, John Prine, John obviously. Prine, yeah, definitely. 
And I didn't start diving into that until after I found Childers because, I mean, my dad, I mean, if you knew my dad, like he just, he just doesn't listen to John Prine that much. So right. <laughs> um, we just listen to kind of the same old country and all the time. And But I mean, no, I, yeah. I, I, try to take, I try to not take something from everybody, but learn something from everybody yeah. that takes, not take something I like, but kind of find something that I like and try to apply it to myself and try to make something that I like that mm-hmm. hope everybody else likes, but Definitely. yeah. And th- that totally makes sense. You know, people think that you would, you would know John prime before, like some, like someone like Childers cause he's been around for so long, but I was the same way. Like, you know, you needed that gateway artist, you know, for me, it was turnpike, you know, like that kind of switched a gear in my brain on, on what else was out there. And then, yeah, like then you discover like some of those original you know, founders of Americana like John yeah. Prine. The original uh, yes, badasses. <laughs> I think that's pretty, gotta be pretty common, you know, especially for people our age. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Most definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. And then something you said earlier, like that I found interesting. I mean, and you've, you've mentioned, uh, you know, honesty a few times mm-hmm. um, now for your songwriting. Like something I found interesting, you know, from you and i mean this even kind of relates too to the to the to the whole thing you said about um wanting people to listen to the music for for the music and for the songwriting not because of you know the name and where they might know you from from bull riding um and i noticed like you know just listen through listening through the stuff that you have out to uh stream and everything else like not a lot of them are directly like rodeo or cowboy songs you know um right and I guess like, you know, I mean, you can just speak on that just the way it is, but I guess, I guess if there's a question there, it's more like, is, is music kind of a music and songwriting kind of a a release from that and kind of like a way to, you know, exercise a different muscle and kind of just take a break mentally from that. Cause I mean, everybody talks about how physically demanding uh, rodeo and bull riding in particular is, but a lot of people don't realize that it's, you know, it's very taxing mentally as well. So is, I guess the question is, is music kind of a release from that and a way for you to kind of get away? Or is it more just about writing a song that's, uh, you know, maybe inspired by or about like air quotes, kind of about that life without specifically describing it. Yeah. Um, I think originally it started out as a, as a release. Um, I'd come home and, you know, after a weekend and, and Monday, like, especially if I was sort up or something really sort up, I mean, I might just, I might just sit down, you know, go, go stretch or something and, and then sit down and play guitar and, and maybe try to write something. Um, mm. Like I, I, I wrote, I couldn't tell you how many songs I had wrote before I put out Firewater and I still have a few of them that I, like, I still play them sometimes at some live shows, but very, very few. And um, that that's what it started out as. And then, after after our firewater was released and started doing so good it kind of hit me i was like okay maybe maybe i can do this and then i started writing some more and and i'd send them to my friends and and they just all hyped me up anyway and so i started sending (laughs) it a few more a few more people and it just it kind of kept rolling and kept rolling and and like i said they're like we we've been we've been writing songs 
at least one song every day it seems like for the past wow month oh, and wow. a half like and i'm not saying they're all good but like i've, I've gotten i've gotten a, a pretty good handful that i like anyway and i mean mm-hmm. we're gonna test them out anyway but uh yeah now it now it's definitely turned into uh more of a, a passion but it's always and it always will be a way for me to get my feelings out yeah. in ways that i can't personally because i'm not good at talking about shit like that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly hey how, how many gigs are you playing how many shows have you have you been picking up oh heck okay so uh the first show that i played was december um yeah and it was in a town just 20 miles from my uh from where i grew up and I, I knew the bartenders in there and I knew everybody that goes in there. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I went in there and me and some buddies and we we're just hanging out drinking. And I looked at the bartender and I looked at the stage over there. I said, would you let me play a show here? And, uh, it just kind of happened. I don't know. And, and started playing, I played that one. And then, uh, they, they asked me to come back, uh, like, two weeks later i came back two weeks later and then it just kind of started rolling from there i had uh i've had some buddies been putting on bull ridings and they asked me to come and then and then here lately i've been playing gigs and uh actually got booked for uh a little i guess like a festival type deal in tulsa uh in june it's called oak fest um like just it just keeps on growing and keeps on getting bigger and, and bigger and uh pray and hope that it continues to but you know uh, time will tell yeah I, I i i asked uh one of the reasons i asked i guess is you know if you're you're writing that many songs um like just throwing them into your into your set list just to kind of see you know like yeah who like the, the reaction of people because obviously there's some that you like but i've heard you know we've had enough artists on here before you know that kind of talk about um you know like being surprised like they didn't necessarily think that that was one of their better songs but like just playing it live like just the feedback from from people listening uh is kind of a cool tell to uh you know like uh maybe I, maybe you don't like that song or didn't think it was going to be a good one and everybody else responds to it you know right yeah there's, i've got i've got probably two i mean at least two or three like that 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 I wasn't so sure about. I enjoyed mm-hmm. playing, but I enjoyed playing them, but I really didn't know if, if anybody would really like them. And, uh, mm-hmm. and heck it, it, here recently for sure. Cause when I, when I first started playing gigs, it was like, okay, I had like, uh, I think like four originals that I trusted myself I could play. And, and then I had a bunch wrote, but I, I hadn't practiced them enough. And so it'd be like cover songs and then like, throw in some originals and uh progressively i just kept on throwing in more and throwing in more and and now like i, I played uh i did a song swap with uh jade marie paddock mm-hmm. the other day uh-huh. in uh in yukon and it was a two-hour set but i mean it's a song swap but uh i think i played one cover song nice but and i really don't know why i played it like, I, I had a few more originals but here recently, yeah, that's all I've been playing when I play anywhere is originals, and uh, I just 
just kind of tell people the story about all of them and they seem to kind of interact a little bit better yeah. when I do that rather than when I just stay silent and just start playing and singing up there, you know, yeah, song definitely. and, uh, so it's pretty cool when they kind of get involved and, and, uh, really start paying attention and listening. I, that's a pretty cool feeling to me. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Like Mike said too, like, uh, <clears throat> playing them live and kind of going off the reaction of the audience has got to be better too than, uh, sending everyone to your buddies who, like you said, they just gas you up anyway. So, <laughs> yeah yeah and i think that's what i think that's what drove me to do that um i yeah. i just one i don't remember what gig it was but uh i had another buddy with me and i looked at him and i said i'm just gonna play originals tonight and he looked at me like i was crazy and i said yep and just rolled with it and that's all i've been doing since and oh yeah i enjoy it well, oh well so you're not you're not playing any covers in in your sets now uh no no sir wow well, I mean, that's, like I said, that's impressive. Yeah, that yeah, takes yeah. a, it takes some balls to, to make that leap, you know. Maybe, maybe a couple beers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some liquid courage. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just, yeah. just, just a beer or two, just to knock the edge off. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I don't but, know. Uh, it takes some balls just to get on a bowl too. So I guess it, you know, comes <laughs> naturally. Yeah, it comes naturally to you. Well, let's let's roll into this. Uh, yeah, let's roll into this second song. We're gonna play Firewater next. We talked a bit about it, but uh, why don't why don't we tell the story about it? Because this one was kind of the big push. Uh, you had mentioned just before we got on the air here that uh, kind of kind of you you dove head first in the in yeah. the songwriting, man. Yeah. Um. So just the backstory on on that song. It's I mean. When I wrote, when I started writing that song, I was, I was sitting on the couch and I started writing it. And then I was like, I wrote the first verse and I was like, yeah. And then when I started writing the chorus, I started laughing because I, like, it just flowed so smoothly. And the way the F word rolled off my tongue, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if my mom will like that. And uh, <laughs> anyway, but the, the backstory on that song, so I, um, I don't know if I mentioned earlier or not, but I just recently had hip surgery and uh, mm. I had, I've had the same surgery before. And, and so I was in, in Billings, Montana at the PBR and my hip was kind of acting up before that. I went to a, a touring pro event the weekend before and my hip was kind of giving me fits, but I was like, no, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. And I, I go to Billings, get checked out and um, without, without seeing any, uh, I guess cat or MRI images or anything that kind of confirmed to me that that's what was going on again. And, and so it kind of pissed me off and, uh, you know, just like, you're not supposed to, you know, went and started drinking and, uh, mm -hmm. I got, I got drunker in hell in Billings, Montana and come home and wrote that song about, uh, whiskey, about firewater. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Will, it's uh, it's pretty cool. pretty short, sweet, and simple, and uh, I really didn't, didn't think it was going to blow up like it did. And uh, I sent it to a buddy, and he created a video up, I guess, for TikTok, and he put it on TikTok. And a short month later, it had blown up enough to cause me to buy a uh, a small home recording kit and record it.
takes my pain away I'm very long More of the fuel to the flames Feeds all my wrongs So pour one down and pour it up Cause I'm praying out of give a fucks And I don't know what else I don't want to drown my soul And I won't lay my cards to fold I just want the numbness to pull me through And I wake in the morning Feel out my Like I know I should keep tracking to my fate But for the time being, just give me a night Hand me one of those glasses and cigarettes Down and pour it up Cause I'm praying how to give a fucks And I don't know what else to do And I don't want to drown my soul And I won't lay my cards to fall I just want the numbness to pull me through hits did that song get on tiktok do you even know on it tell you? um yeah we were just me and my buddy were actually just looking at it earlier um the song itself like from like if you went and used like the recorded version oh yeah right. that song is probably i think it's got like 800 videos made with it so i don't know how many views yeah, yeah sure. um, a lot and then my buddy yeah, my buddy that put the uh tiktok video up he put that one up and then he put another one up and they both have i think a, one's got like 600 or that's that sound on that video had yeah. like 600 videos made with it and the other one has Damn. 800 or something so like it's That'd be a lot of views man <laughs> that's pretty good yeah, i'm not sure how many of you it, it was insane 
that'd be a lot. Like by the time you get eight hundred videos with like I mean shit, yeah, that's that's gonna be a lot of views. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty overwhelming. That's pretty badass. Well shit, man. We uh, uh speaking of what speaking of TikTok, I just got my second TikTok check. And oh yeah, yeah. Mike's Mike's good at TikTok, dude. He uh he's had a couple shit, doesn't you got one that's like a mi- couple million or something like that? Yeah, there's a couple that are over a million. There's yeah. two, I think, two or three that are over three million. And then they give you like TikTok will give you like, you know, send you a check, couple couple cents for every thousand views or whatever. So, but Heck yeah, yeah. I'm up to I, I broke the two hundred dollar barrier for my career. About ready to retire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it's not bad though. It's not bad. That was better than zero. They make you fill yeah, out a fucking yeah. tax form and shit for it though. Oh, Claims, yeah, you that's know. annoying. Yeah, that like, shit. Which makes sense, I guess. People had, I mean, they some of those people make so much money off of it. Like, yeah, you got to like. But TikTok's TikTok's crazy. Yeah. TikTok is crazy. I do not know how to work it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, have, you might want to learn if you're doing your that picture. you have what several thousand followers that ain't too bad yeah so so my buddy the one that actually put uh put the first video of uh firewater up his name's jd tolson and i don't remember what his username is on tiktok i'd love to give him a plug is it zaddy bandito or something like that Shit, i don't know <laughs> and uh anyway i we had been talking about doing a tiktok or making a tiktok for me and i was like you mind running it? And he's like, I'll run it. And he he run it. And that's the reason it kind of, I think that might be the reason it kind of blew up. And then I kind of started posting videos because I was writing so many songs and I just wanted to put them all out there. And my videos aren't doing as well as his videos were. So maybe I need to get him to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zaddy Bandito. Out. Here we go. Found it. I don't know. I he's got sixty-one thousand followers himself. Oh shit! So he's there's he's probably getting a check then too. He's pretty good. I I, I don't really know. I, I, bet, say I mean, I, that's that's more than I have, so I'd imagine that he's eligible. If he's yeah, not, yeah. tell him tell him to sign up for it. <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> I but, think he, I, I'm almost positive he said he signed up for it, but I don't really know. I'd have yeah. To, I'd have to, yeah. Probably. Should. I mean, yeah. Like I had the video get like, I haven't been, I don't do sh- as much as I probably should on there, but I had one that got like over half a million last week and it was like 35 bucks that they gave me for that. It's like, Heck yeah. I'll take, I'll take 35 bucks. That's two. That's almost, you know, that's, that's like 48 bush lights, you know? <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> I like, I like where your head's at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all numbers. Yeah, everything just boils down to the amount of bush lights that it can get you. Heck yeah! <laughs> so, um, you know, with with country music, there's like different a lot of sh- subgenres. You know, like you got red dirt, you got Texas country, Americana, like um, pop country. Uh, uh, that doesn't count. That I, doesn't count. I nope. feel like there's an uns unspoken or unwritten subgenre that's like rodeo country am i way off on that or because i feel like you know like kojo like 
like Ryan Bingham, like there's like a, a separate like rodeo country, like its own its own thing and sound. Or am I am I way off? No, no, I, b- I believe you're right. I believe you're right. Uh, I mean, heck, guys like Kobe Yates, um, yeah. Justin McBride did it for a little while. Uh, Jake Hooker, kind of Kenny a fiddler. Yep, Kenny Fiddler. I've actually that's one of the big things. I've got two shows coming up with Kenny Fiddler. I'm opening nice. for him. So right that's on. pretty that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah. But yeah, Kenny. Uh I can't believe I left him out. But I mean, yeah, I, I feel like you're definitely right. And it I feel like I'm I'm kinda in in there a tad, but uh you know I I do I do love them songs and um and I'm sure I'll, I'll write something that's a little bit more uh, personal about rodeo at some point in time. But to me, it's, it's just a hard subject to write about because there's so much there's it's a hard subject to write about without sounding cheesy, corny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. If that sure. And no, and like none of those guys have. And so I commend them for that. But like there's what I'm saying, like, I don't know if there's much left to write. You know, it'd be it, for me, it'd be very, very uh, I'd have to spend you know, fine tune it before yeah. I would do anything. But yeah. I feel like I lean personally with my songwriting. I feel like I lean more towards, I mean, like the red dirt, obviously, but like uh, possibly like Americana type sound. Yeah. Or I think that's yeah. kind of what I shoot for. I don't really know. Well, and, and just to go back <laughs> you don't to like. You shoot for anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. <it> just. <laughs> probably better to not think about like i want this to be american i want this yeah. to be red dirt you know like go back to what you said about honesty thing. yeah 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 so that's what like the the sorrow symphony song i i think i put it under sub genre or no wonder like singer songwriter like mm-hmm. i mean that's that's what i'm doing so yeah what right <laughs> i mean going going back to the rodeo thing just real quick like um yeah. you know listening to your tunes like you can you can see how you can see how the music is inspired by that life without actually, you know, like I said, kind of before, without specifically, you know, saying it, you know? Right. That makes sense. Yeah. You, know, you, can, you can draw parallels there. Yeah. And that, and that's, that's where, that's where a lot of my songs come from. Uh, like, especially, um, so I'm looking to, or not look, I'm going to do, uh, an album here soon. I just, I haven't got the studio time scheduled yet, but on, on that album, you'll, you'll hear some songs, kind of some storytelling songs. And, and that's where most of my storytelling songs come from is from rodeo. And I've got rodeo to thank for that. Mm -hmm. And so I I don't know. I think that's pretty, it's kind of, kind of behind the scenes, maybe not behind the scenes, maybe get you to kind of step into your feelings, maybe something that, some of us cowboys don't really do a whole lot because I know I don't, but I have here recently thanks to music. Right on, man. Right looking on. forward, looking oh. forward to hear that. Hear yeah, those. yeah, that's gonna be looking awesome. Looking forward to yeah. hearing the full record. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, to getting it done and putting it out. I think I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. So, heck yeah, absolutely. Well, Mike. Well, hell, let's do some rapid fires. Let's do it. You ready? You think you're ready, Colton? Shit, I hope so. Hope so. <laughs> All right, Garrett, you can start. Oh, man, I don't know if I'm ready, though. I got to pick one. 
All right. Okay. So we, 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 we talked a little bit about uh, how you've kind of phased covers out of the sets. Um, but let's, let's dive into covers for a minute. What is your favorite song to cover? Oh, Shake the Frost. Ah, nice. That's a good one. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Um, that, I'm tying it back into the bull riding here. Um, what's one, uh, you know, famous person that has no business being on a bull, but you'd love to see hop on a PBR bull? <laughs> Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> he might do okay. He might. He's he got a low center it. of gravity. That would work out. He's probably. gonna build for it. Yeah. Or he just yeah. go like get launched. <laughs> yeah. launch to the moon, man. That's funny. I would love to be eight regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We'll tag him on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe he'll listen. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You should uh, you should try to talk to some of the big wigs at the PBR so you can get some kind of a pro am deal going on with the celebrity celebrity pro am. Most definitely. Well, he did the he did the like charity the Chris Paul bowling charity a couple years ago. And yeah, he was I feel actually like that's really not good. the same thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, bowling like, bowls bowl. You know, it's almost sure. the same word. It, yeah. yeah, it's pretty close. I, I know we've had several celebrities. We have we've only had like two or they've only had like two uh one was uh like one of i, I don't even remember his name what's the big dude from uh they used to play for the jets but he plays with or with the patriots but he with the buccaneers now gronkowski oh gronk yeah, tom brady yeah. gronk yeah yeah or well gronk. No, gronk yeah gronk came to new york city i wasn't with pbr by at that time but he him and one of his buddies came to new york city's event and his buddy got on the bull like in the intermission Oh shit! Then, I don't know how I missed that. Yeah, there's a video somewhere, and then uh, another time, Chad Ochocinco got on one. I think I've heard about that. I've heard about that one. I, re- I remember when that happened. Yeah, but that was heck. That was years back. I don't. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that was, that was definitely a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's bloody shit. All right. Well, yeah, I'm gonna look this, that up. That's fine. Yeah, we'll maybe have to. We'll we'll plug the we'll plug the link to the YouTube video in the description <laughs> of this podcast. Um, <laughs> uh this is one of my favorites to ask artists but i mean you're on the road a lot too as a bull rider so what's your favorite gas station snack Mm. probably beef jerky always you know you can't really go wrong with beef jerky yeah as long as it's good beef jerky old faithful yeah old faithful. yeah (laughs) let's see um if you just had a Mount Rushmore, or one person to add to Mount Rushmore, it doesn't have to be music or bull riding, but somebody that you would want to add, who would you add? Oh, heck. That, damn. Um, or we can narrow it down to music, if that would help. <laughs> well, if it was music, it'd probably be John Prine. Hmm. In he my doesn't opinion. get enough respect. So he does not. The man does not. That would be fitting. I would drive over to South Dakota to see that. Heck yeah, <laughs> he was up there. I'd do the same. I definitely go and check that's it a out. Shitty drive, man. South Dakota sucks to drive through. It's like You're northern Nebraska. Yeah, 
gosh dang it's rough driving through there through there and like west across uh well either south dakota or north dakota yeah it's pretty barren. oh yeah for you from oklahoma to south dakota you you go through kansas kansas isn't as bad as you'd think to drive through because it's right. nebraska sucks to drive through <laughs> yes and then you get like that might be worse than south dakota and then you get to south dakota <laughs> like jeez I, I think you hit the nail on the head right there <laughs> the moral yeah. of the story is nebraska really did. yep <laughs> no i mean we love everybody in nebraska but i do not like driving through there sorry yeah. all right yeah no to drive through. yeah yeah just do it. Drive through. yeah <laughs> i don't know if you noticed my shirt we don't i oh nebraska yeah yeah no, my bad. Don't get along. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> no you're good <laughs> battle of corn we have, a, we, we have a shocking amount of yeah. people that listen to this show that are huge nebraska fans too so anytime yeah I even though even though together. mike shit talks nebraska like at least every other episode <laughs> you gotta stay true to who you are man that's right yeah honesty honesty that's right <laughs> all Full right circle. we're gonna do yeah. another uh we'll do another food one i got one more do you got one more mike I can do um, one more. What's uh, what's the grossest thing you've ever seen somebody eat like it was normal? <laughs> I don't really, I don't know if I've ever. I don't really, yeah, I don't really have anything. No. What? And then, yeah, I don't. I can't really think of anything. Hud's over here throwing June bugs at me too. I don't. So I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really know. I saw his dog eat a wasp one time. Yeah, that had to have hurt. And and so yeah, he, I mean, like I'm chasing this dog around. He's I'm trying to get this dog to spit this wasp out, and he's just <laughs> running around. And he finally like finally gets stung, and he's like spits it out. And I'm like, yeah, dumbass. There. I guess I guess that's my story. I don't know. Had that coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot! I can do one more. Let me. I was I was trying to to dig here. I'm going to hit you with one of my all-time favorites. I think Garrett doesn't like when I ask this one. No, no. I'm going to do this one. I'm going to steal it. This is Garrett's. Um, What is the worst? Wait, what? (laughs) What? What's the worst, you know? Like, what is the worst? The worst? Man, I'll tell you. Me and my buddy Joseph McConnell, like I said, we listen to all kinds of music going down the road, and we would we listen to the old uh, "We Are the World." Mm. Okay, the old old I don't know what year, but the old one. And uh, uh-huh. man, we'd sing every part, and it would come to Bob Dylan's part, and we just did. We hated that part. I don't know why. I don't even know Bob Dylan. Never listened to any of his music. <laughs> Truthfully, and. We just do not like Bob Dylan's part in We Are the World. It is the worst. <laughs> that is a hot take. Dude, you know what's funny? Is I just seen a fucking I just seen a picture, I think, on Twitter like yesterday. And it was a picture of Bob Dylan when they were it must have been I think it was like hit that like the recording of that song and his face is just like like there's like people around him and he's his face is just like He's just mad. He looks just looks pissed off. I'll see if see if I can find it. That's just really funny now that you say that. Just 
<laughs> and I just seen like, this yesterday, and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't want it to seem like I'm talking shit about Bob Dylan. We just don't like his part in that song. Yeah, right. right. But, you know, because <laughs> no, super talented, obviously. But now you said you haven't, de- you haven't uh, dove into his music very much. No, huh? I, I'd recommend it. <laughs> he's, he's a very good songwriter. Uh, see, that's what I probably will, and I'll, I'll probably have to like, I'll shoot you guys a message or something. And be like, hey, like, let's maybe. <laughs> cut that out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no no yeah, dude, that takes fine i'm just don't yeah if like if you've been putting off listening to bob dylan because of that for years like <laughs> he's yeah. got some good yeah it, and it's like i'm gonna go listen to him after we get off this deal but listen, it, all right well watch this watch this i'll show you i found a video can you, can you see that can you see that yeah look at his face man Hey, it looks pissed off at the world. Yeah. <laughs> Not happy to be there. Like, look at him. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's, that's amazing. Well, man, you made it. You made it through the, the rapid fires. And for the most part, you've made it through this podcast. So we thank you for, uh, for joining us on the show today. Hey. We appreciate it. We will definitely have to do it again. And uh, yeah. we'll definitely have to catch a show or, you know, hang out, maybe point a video camera at you let you sing some songs sometime when we're uh down, yeah. down that way man yeah either down this way or uh yeah i heck i just appreciate you guys having me first off and then uh oh, yeah if, if i would i'd love to do something again um Absolutely. but yeah if, if you guys are ever down this way i'm sure we can set something up or um i've been talking to my buddy jd tolson and uh joe Berger actually and and a few others up in North Dakota and talked about coming up there and doing some shows up there. Oh, uh, cool. So maybe, you know, maybe I don't know when, but maybe that, maybe that could happen. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. And uh, for all you guys out there listening, thank you for tuning in. Uh, just before we get off here, uh, Colton, do you have a, do you have a website up yet or anything like that? Any merch available or anything? Just, just whatever's out there for streaming on the, on the old Spotify and Apple and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. I got some songs and uh, I got some social media accounts, but uh, I don't yes, I don't sir. post enough to follow probably. So, <laughs> oh, you better know. go give them a follow though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just the music, yes, sir. Go go hype up Colton's TikTok. Yes, right. Yeah, the TikTok, <laughs> yeah. of course. Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Heck yeah! All right. Right on, man. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Uh, just before we head out here, you can kind of close the show, out, Colton, if you want to introduce what I believe to be the first song you ever wrote. Isn't that right? Marlboro man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I forgot. Um, yeah. So Marlboro man, um, I actually wrote that song on 20. I guess it was 27. It might've been, I'd be lying if I gave you a year. Anyway, <laughs> it, was not long, it was not long after I had started playing guitar. And so I didn't really take myself serious about writing a song and uh it's about an old cowboy friend of mine he, he lived right there in the town i grew up in and uh he pro rodeoed back in the day he rode bareback horses bulls and he was just an old rough tough called like it was smoked marlboro reds like they're going out of style drank whiskey whiskey and coke and he was just i mean he was just a badass to me because he didn't give a shit what anybody thought and he was just who he was and oh, yeah. if he didn't like you, he let you know about it. 
And if he did like you, he was good as gold to you. But so a lot of people don't, or I haven't really told this part of the story, I don't guess, but uh, he, he passed on and, that, and that's who I wrote that song about. He actually, um, I came to my parents' house. I was 17 at the time and he came to my parents' house and uh, they were all drinking and, and just hanging out. And I didn't actually get to see him that night. But uh, he had come over and he had a Folgers coffee can, like a, a pretty big one, and had the lid on it and a straw punched through the top. And everybody's like, what the hell? And he said, told my wife I was going to come over here for one drink. And so he had that Folgers coffee can full of whiskey and Coke. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, my parents still have it. Uh, it's still got whiskey and Coke in it. Well, if it hasn't dried up, I haven't checked it, but they they still have it. And, uh, my he he looked at my dad, and my dad could tell this part of the story better. But he looked at my dad, and uh, he said, "Hey, let's let's step outside real quick." And they stepped outside. I guess he was going to smoke a cigarette, and uh, I'd be damned if that that wasn't his last cigarette. And he uh, he went down on the front porch, and uh, I mean the ambulance came and got him, and they took him to the hospital. But yeah, that's. Uh, that's 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 the story. Hands made of steel and a heart made of gold. If you don't know, then I'll tell you so. Works most his life, but he partied all night. Whiskey by the gallon and cigarette light. Tough young hands and a young old man, wilder than hell and crazy as sin. But the Marlboro Man was a good friend of mine And I'd give anything to go back in time To listen to stories and take some advice They say legends, they never die Smart ass and looks, and he never gave a fuck about all your feelings, and he called it like it was. A good friend of mine, and I'll never forget how he used to sit and talk cowboy life. But the Marlboro Man was a good friend of mine And I'd give anything to go back in time To listen to stories and take some advice They say the legends, they never die
skin coat, Marlboro smoke, fill my memory when I think of you. But the Marlboro man was a good friend of mine. And if anybody I thought he could be inside. Since you're not here, I'll always keep in mind They say the legends, they never die That was Marlboro Man by Colton Jesse. As we said there at the end of the podcast, you can stream Colton's music on all streaming platforms and keep your eyes peeled for that record coming sometime in the near future. And uh, yeah, go give Colton a follow on all the social medias and keep up with what he's got going on in the music world and also in the PBR world as well. And remember, for as little as one bush light a month you can help support us and have access to all bonus content episodes yeah. uh, ask questions on the show um and a whole bunch of other things like you know we do little giveaways in there and and as little as one bush light that is uh, the equivalent of a, of a dollar maybe a little less so maybe a bush light and a, and i don't know a pint of bush light something like that for one dollar a month, you can you can be a part of that community that we have growing on there, and That's right. uh, we we love hearing from everybody in that group. So uh, go check out our Patreon in all seriousness, um, and and uh, join that community with us. That's right. And if you would like to get something physical in return for your support, you can go to thehippiesandcowboys.com, check out the online store, and we've got fucking new merch designs that have just come in. We got about three new ones, I think four, I made four new ones that we're just kind of getting fixed up on some hats and t-shirts for you guys, and they're fucking Mm -hmm. dope. So, but we got lots of other shit on there right now, including our best best best-selling pedal steel t-shirt. So go check that out. That's on thehippiesandcowboys.com. And at the very least, you can go give us a follow and join the conversation on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are trying to pump those numbers up and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We got some good content. Always always cranking out new stuff on the YouTube, or at least trying to. And uh, it's going to be a big summer. We got lots of cool stuff lined up, so there will be much more coming very soon so go sub- smash that subscribe button as the youtubers say and uh, support us over there and as always thanks for listening to uh the hippies and the cowboys podcast um and we'll catch you next time